All right, we ready to do this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Woodscast. Uh, this is a podcast where two dudes uh, who were told we're brothers, we uh, sit around, have a couple adult beverages, uh, basically shout into the abyss of all the things that annoy us this week. Uh, you people call it life. It's a simulation. We're going to try to teach you that. Um, as always, everything is made up and the points don't matter. Uh, with me, per the usual, is my younger brother, Shay, coming to us from uh, the Centennial State. How you doing, Shay? I'm Dandy. Dandy. I've been out there. I've been out there on my hog crushing those twisties, dog. <laughs> the open road is your mistress. <laughs> yes, yes. It's so funny because uh, it, it's amazing how many people know all kinds of like catchphrases and like cliches related to motorcycles, and it never comes up until you get one, and then it then it, it's just a constant, nonstop barrage. <laughs> Well, the only thing I can compare that to is like we went to go, we went snowboarding when I visited you in Colorado. And yeah. We, and we, I hop in the back seat with your buddy Joe Maffone, who I'd never met before at all. And he starts giving me all this fucking weird ass snowboard lingo. And like I've snowboarded since I was 17. Like at the time, I think I'd been snowboarding for 20 years. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you know, you got to hit the powder with the swizzles and your dizzles. And, you know, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, calm down. Yeah. I mean, it didn't help he was higher <laughs> than hell, but, you know. He got, well, he, he's he's a fucking champion at doing that to people. I, it, it would be real fun to watch, like, um, watch him get, like, a person cornered and just intentionally start to make him really uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, yeah. One, one of the similar things like that, like, we were all drunk at a bar, and our buddy Seth was talking about Dragon Ball Z, which is, of course, you know, the thing everybody wants to talk about at the bar. And he was. I mean, I, I'm not going to say I've never talked about Dragon <laughs> Ball Z. Right, right, right. right, Justin, I'm going to I'm going to say that just so everyone knows I'm not an full disclosure. <laughs> um, Dragon Ball rules. Yeah, but, but like he was trying to tell us that because he'd watched so much Dragon Ball, he was pretty sure he could speak Japanese. Oh, okay, that's amazing. And we all were like, oh, okay, buddy, whatever. And so he goes off to do something else, and when he comes back, we all start just making up fake Chinese to him. And, it, I mean, he was like, oh, he's like, I hate you guys. I'm like, but I thought you yeah. could understand it. And he was like, you know, y'all kind of being racist. I'm like, you said you learned Chinese, uh, Japanese from a fucking cartoon. Shut up, dude. That's real. That's, uh, that's pretty. You'll see that with people sometimes. You'll pick up phrases here and there, but. You know, and anytime someone's like, I speak Japanese, oh, where'd you learn? Well, I watch a lot of anime. That's a red flag right there. <laughs> yeah, this is a weird guy. Yeah. Um, all right, so we got a lot to cover. Uh, we haven't done this in a while. We've been busy. Had a lot of video games to play. Had a lot of motor- motorcycles to ride. Um, mm-hmm. Nobody's really paying us to do this. So uh, um, I actually got a uh, a complaint from somebody that we didn't put one out. It was kind of funny. Well, um, who's and, that? Uh, my buddy, uh, buddy Logan. Shout out to Logan. Uh and he also sent us some bumper music. He's a musician, and he is a. Uh, oh, he, he develops that some, is some boom! New... Oh man, we're going straight to the top. Vote yeah. for us on iTunes. We want to be number one. Well, this might help us not get a copyright strike because, of course, we have no rights to any of the music I use on the oh, show. I, yeah, I don't. I, I'll be honest with you. I never listen to the things after they're posted, so I, I never hear the music. But, yeah, so, I mean, I usually um, cut some some song that um you know whatever I'm listening to lately. I'll cut it and throw it in the front and the back end. Of course, we have no rights to that. So as soon as I post, it's like there's good. been a copyright infringement. You may not monetize this. And I was like, okay, that was what we were gonna do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> jackasses. <laughs> sell some avenue all right guys don't forget to like the podcast yeah uh, like and subscribe really trying to get that caster mattress sponsorship <laughs> yeah what the fuck ever 
Um, so, okay, so uh, we are recording this. What the hell is it? It's Monday, the 27th of July. Um, like I said, it's been a couple weeks since we've done this, so let's go over the numbers. Uh, this is, uh, I, I've had a couple beers. Are you, are you sober? Not sober? Uh, yeah, more or less, because I just got back from a ride. I, you know, I'm, I'm working on a beer, and I've had a couple shots. All right. You know, got to let people know how we start, because it gets silly yeah. at the end. I have noticed that since I can't medically go get a keg, and I just have beers here, uh, uh, you know, they're, I'm drinking cans like a pilgrim, but I don't have to go get more beer, so I can just pound them. Like, just, I just got to like, cool... So what, now is this because of the hernia surgery? Yeah, yeah, I'm not oh, supposed yeah. to lift anything that heavy for another couple of weeks. I thought I was good, and then like I cut the grass and I about killed myself. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like all those muscles that I hadn't used in you know eight weeks. It's just like, ooh, ah, tender. All right, so uh, we're working on a buzz. Uh, we are the 1,284th day of the Trump administration. Uh, it has been 776 days since uh, Donald Trump um, ended the North Korea nuclear process problem. Saw an article the other day, Shay, that uh, North Korea now has one case of COVID and they've declared a national emergency. So they're doing a little bit better at it than we are. Um, it has been 222 days since Donald Trump has been impeached, 172 days since he was acquitted. We got less than 100 days. We are in the 99 days from now until the um, uh, 2020 election. Elec- yeah, the election. election. The election. I think. I was gonna say twenty sixteen. Yeah, I was gonna say twenty sixteen. I knew that was wrong. Don't do that. Don't do that to me. Don't start yeah. it over. That's not. And uh, we have a hundred thirty thirty eight days since uh, a global pandemic has been declared, and that is fucking our world up. Um, as far as polls go, um, I don't know how close you've been paying attention to the news, but they are all not going in Donald Trump's favor. Um, like the uh, basic approval polls, all of his approval polls, he's negative fifteen to negative nineteen under. Between Gallup, five thirty-eight, real clear politics. Um, battleground states are not looking good. Florida, Biden plus uh, plus eight almost. Michigan, Biden plus eight. North Carolina, Biden Yay. plus three. Ohio, Biden plus one. Pennsylvania, Biden plus seven point four. Wisconsin, Biden plus eight. like all the states that Donald Trump flipped from Obama are going to go uh, are, are polling for um, for Biden. And you got a couple weird ones like I know that Texas is like is just the Democratic's holy grail. But yeah. right now, Biden, the last poll had Biden up by one, which is, of course, in the in the you know uh, statistical dead heat or whatever. But, like, that's right now, you know, Trump plus 0.02 or 0.2% or something like that. Like, it's insane that Texas is that close, but who knows. Um, but, yeah, so that shit's happening. What I wanted to tell you about is, so right now we're at the part of, of the news cycle where you're supposed to be reading all of these Democrats are in disarray articles, right, Shay? Uh, uh, the infighting shit? Right, right. You're supposed, yeah, to, you're, yeah. supposed to, you're supposed to be reading articles about how uh, the Bernie Sanders supporters are still not going to come around for Biden because of, I don't know, Biden wants to have 48 uh, solar panels on the White House and they want 50. You know, it's supposed to be dumb shit like that. So that's what you're supposed to be hearing. Um, Nate Cohn did, uh, he's the the uh, math wonk over at the New York Times. He goes to all the polls and pulls out weird things. So they polled uh, Democratic primary supporters of like who they would support now. So uh, Elizabeth Warren, 96% of them would support Biden. Uh, 4% of them would support others. 0% would support Donald Trump. 
Uh, all 96% of Joe Biden supporters would, of course, support Joe Biden. 1% say they would support Trump now in a general election. Pete Buttigieg is 92% support Biden. Uh, Bernie Sanders, these are the guys who are supposed to jump ship, right? 87% of them would support yeah. uh, Donald Trump. Or, I'm sorry, 87% of them would support Biden. 4% would support Trump. Like, I don't know if there's any other way to say, like, the Democratic Party isn't going anywhere right now um, because of the election. And uh, I was looking through some other articles, and I got this really funny article that was talking about how, uh, yeah, all the polls look really bad for Donald Trump, but he has an enthusiasm gap. Uh, there's an enthusiasm gap that Biden just can't handle. So uh, apparently, like people who said that they were um, like really in- enthusiastic to vote for Donald Trump uh, is like 11 percent more of those people than people who are enthusiastic to vote for uh, Joe Biden. Um, what the fuck ever. But they pointed out they're like, yeah, uh, only uh, 73% of people that want to vote for Trump are excited to vote for him. Only 33% of people want to vote for Biden are excited to vote for him. But 67% of people who are going to vote for Biden are going to vote for him just to vote against Trump. And everybody was like, well, you know, that's not good. You want the, them to be in, you know, enthused in your candidate. And I was like, well, if as long as they're enthused that Donald Trump sucks, that's not going to change between now and then. So. Yeah, well, they're they're, they're trying to give it a a, a more uh, that that that's one of the, yeah where you pick on a pick on one one specific thing and say like well this is why this is really bad you blow it up and make it a bigger deal than it is but yeah I don't yeah that's one of those like that's like electability I had that's like one of those vague nebulous things that they pull on and I'm like oh shut up <laughs> well I mean this entire podcast they said like yeah okay Biden. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay. Yeah. yeah. All right, good job, buddy. Uh, yeah, just, just just don't die between now and election time, and we'll, we'll all be happy. Pick someone super rad as your VP. But. Yeah, yeah, we'll get we'll get there. That's the other thing. We got to wait for um, a VP pick, and um, oh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, um, so the other two uh, demographics that Donald Trump is just fucked with is suburban women and suburban people in general, but suburban women, he's losing by like 25. And the re and the reason that's a big problem is because if you look at the numbers from 2016, suburban voters, Donald Trump won 50% of suburban voters and they went for him Went for him over uh, Hillary Clinton, 47 over 45. So he won suburban voters in 2016 by a small margin, 2%, right? Right now, all the polls have him losing by between 9 and 25. So he's losing suburban voters to Joe Biden by either 9%, 11, 14, 22, 25. Like it's, yeah. That's not good. That's not good. The other one that I saw in this Nate Cohn article that I picked out that was actually really... I was like, I was kind of like, what? Um, Joe Biden is coming very close to taking away Donald Trump's lead with whites, college educated, uh, or just white men, I guess it is, because Donald Trump, it's uh, forty eight to forty five Donald Trump for just white people, which has been like he won, he's won that in every um, race anywhere. So we yeah. could, we could end up with an election in 2020 where the only demographic that Donald Trump's wins is non-educated white men. And that would be so fucking on brand for for Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, dude. The the infowars crew basically. Yeah. yeah. Every, every, yeah. I mean, go to a Trump rally, look around and just like, "Yup. That's yep. it. There they are." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh 
I, you know what? I, we were talking about this today, a buddy of mine and I, about how it would be incredible. Like, so, you know, he, he has to say he loses the election in a landslide and everybody has all this uh, fear mongering about how he, you know, you know, the military is going to keep him in power. And I'm like, you, you're assuming the military respects him and like, you know, no. And, but, but, and, and he throws a big tantrum, makes it crazy. And he's like, wouldn't it be insane if he gave the most thoughtful, beautiful concessions? Oh, is the last thing he ever does is like the like a like a, just a, a like a textbook example of a speech you're gonna read about for generations, you know, like the I have a dream speech, and that's the only time he does something like that. Crickets, man! Like there would be seven Crickets. seven solid Crickets. minutes. Everybody yeah, just be just, like, what? Like yeah. you would see MSNBC just at that like that horseshoe desk they always have for the election night, just looking yeah. at each other like. Was that, was that yeah, the right well, audio? Yeah. They're like tapping yeah. their earphones. Like, what did y'all yeah. hear that? Is there? That's you know, that's my hope. I don't expect it, but that's oh, my hope. No, he's already saying he he's like, I don't expect the election. He don't, he doesn't respect it. I, I want to step through. We've talked about mail mail and voting before, but I want to walk walk through our process, and you can talk about your process because he's still talking about how vote by mail is nothing. It's just going to be completely rigged. And, yeah, um, yeah, but we'll we'll get there. Um, as we, uh, like I said, this is Monday, the 27th, as we record this, uh, we are still in a global pandemic. Um, believe it or not, uh, you're not going to have like baseball and football and shit this year, the way you want it. Uh, because we still have, I fucking love that they're putting cardboard cutouts in the stands for baseball. That shit is hysterical. That I, I heard that and I thought, okay, that's kind of, you know, that's, that's neat. That's fun. Whatever. You know, that's thinking outside of the box. But then, you know, as somebody who's been working from home for the last three months and has bought what, six fucking printer cartridges and paper, you know, I usually steal this shit from work. I'm dying over here. You know, (laughs) I think this is the first time I've bought a ream of paper myself in my entire goddamn adult life. But uh, I still haven't done it yet. Right now there is a FedEx office. shipping and print center right up the street and i have to print so infrequently that it's it's more economical for me to do that yeah i see that i see that but like i gotta print out papers and read papers yeah but yeah so when i saw that i was like how much did that cost yeah like there's somebody down there with one of those giant printers for posters just turning out people yeah (laughs) it's weird Uh, it's not cheap yeah that's uh, that's gotta be weird but uh, all right, so like as I said, we're recording this on Monday the twenty seventh. Uh, as of earlier today, I know these numbers are a little. Now, these numbers are always fuzzy. So you know, if you think I've got it wrong by ten people, fuck off. Um, four point four million cases in the United States. That's over one percent of our population has had COVID or has it now. Um, we reached we reached a uh, pretty shitty milestone today. Over one hundred fifty thousand Americans have died. So earlier today, the number was one hundred fifty thousand one hundred forty. Um, so that's over 5911s or 37,535 Benghazis. And uh, up until like last week, uh, the Trump administration's idea was just like to ignore it. I mean, what was Trump's? It, it's going to disappear. That was his line yeah, since like last less, fucking yeah. week. Yeah. Um, we are debating, debating what we're going to do with schools. Um, I think that's going to be a fucking boondoggle no matter how you do it. Um, in schools, uh, I don't know if you paid it. I don't know how close you pay attention to the actual live news, Shay. But Donald Trump restarted his daily COVID uh, um, uh, pandemic briefings. 
What? Yeah. No. So he started those back. I want to say it was Thursday. Yeah, yeah I want to say it was Thursday. Oh, okay. so it's only been a couple of days. No, yeah, it's only oh, been a yeah, couple okay. days. It was either Wednesday or Thursday. I can go back and look. I, I I listened to the one on Thursday live, so I'm pretty sure that was the first one. Um, but there are no Dr. Fauci, no Dr. Burks. Um, none of the experts are there. Because before, remember, it was like he would give a little spiel, then the experts would talk, and then he, maybe he would take questions, and they would take questions. You know, it was a very people who knew what the fuck was going on centric type of briefing. Yeah. Now it's just Trump, Trump and more Trump. And it's not good. Um, uh, somebody, somebody on, uh, I think it was the pod save America. They joked that like Donald Trump's idea, the solution for every problem in Donald Trump's head is more Donald Trump. Yeah. So like, so he does these briefings now and okay, he's, 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 he's out there. He's doing them. Um, he said a bunch of dumb stuff. We'll talk about later, but, uh, um, he was seen wearing a mask for the first time a couple weeks ago. I think it was two weeks ago now. Yeah. Uh, did, did you see this tweet? He uh, oh, he's, he sent out a uh, tweet. Tra- uh, yeah, I don't follow his tweets, really. Well, he said, we are united in our effort to defeat the invisible China virus, racist. And... <laughs> And many, many That's people, so weird. yeah, That's and such many a crazy old man thing to say the invisible China virus. Yeah, yeah, we are, we are, yeah, we are united in our effort to defeat the invisible China virus. And many people say it is patriotic to wear a mask, a face mask, and when you can't socially distance, there is nobody more patriotic than me, your favorite president. Citation Jesus needed, motherfucker. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, citation needed, motherfucker, and it's a picture of him in a mask. And there's all these uh, real fun memes going around where it's like these, like you know, like Patriot uh, sixty nine is like, it's like you know when he was told to wear a mask two months ago, he's like, whatever, it's fucking tyranny. And now he's like, you look real good in that, Mister President. You know, like, yeah, yeah <laughs> cut, you fucking cuck. Um, so yeah, so that's happening. Uh, shit's getting sideways. Um, just to let give you an idea of how bad things are getting. Um, the Canadian CDC is recommending glory holes as opposed to having sex with people to uh, help uh, prevent the spread of COVID nineteen. I, 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 I want to. Sl- I'm going to have to see sources on that after the offline, not just on that one. Yeah, but I see you. The man in the chair is doing his thing. I can see it. I, I mean, I can show you the. Yeah. COVID-19 and sex. If you're feeling fine, no symptoms, still have sex, you're feeling sick. uh, Sex with partners. Yeah, there's a whole website here where it tells you how to to bump uglies without, you know, smooching. Okay. I mean, good for them. Yeah. I mean, did you have uh, glory holes are going to come back in style in 2020 on your 2020 bingo? Uh, I didn't. No, I did not. I didn't know that was one of the possibilities. I don't know anyone that had that one. Well, there you go. You the, I, I don't know. I'd say that's worth a surprise because that would insinuate that the glory hole ever goes out of style. <laughs> like, well, I read a story. I read a story. Classics some, never die. Yeah, I read a story somewhere that they were spackling up all the glory holes to prevent <laughs> prevent, prevent uh, people going and like you know going and, and and getting their suck on and whatnot because they wanted people to stay home and they're like yeah I can't have these glory holes now you got to pop all that spackle back out because that's the thing to <laughs> yeah, do. I'm gonna, I was gonna say what do you think's gonna happen? They're gonna be like well no, no, never doing that again. Yeah well, whatever. <laughs> you think they can't make a new hole too? Like you didn't put the yeah. hole there, they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Um, the other thing we need to talk about, and we got to talk about this because I wasn't going to really talk about it because it's been a while, 
but Trump will not shut the fuck up about how he aced a cognitive test, um, and he is now the smartest man who ever sat in the Oval Office. Um, it's okay. Now this isn't. This is separate from a different one. That other one that he took like, a couple years ago, right? Is this well, recent? It's, it's the same. T- okay. Well, that's the problem. So, um, so I remember he did this once before. Well, here's the thing. I was going to give you the test uh, live on uh, on our little podcast here, but everybody's done that, and we got a lot of bunches. Ooh, what's going on here? Uh, that's not good. I don't. I, I don't. I don't need. For it to be revealed that I have dementia on our podcast, to be perfectly honest yeah. with you, that we can just skip that entirely. I don't need to deal with that. Yeah, no, um, but yeah, so like I, I, I had the thing, and I, I was gonna show it to you, but I mean, I'll show it to you right now. But like, I want to play you Donald Trump talking about this because, like you said, it is not a cognitive test; it's a test to test for dementia. In older adults, it's you know you're it's you're given a series of questions. You're you're told things that you need to. You're you're told things that you need to. Sorry to sniff in the microphone, everybody, but I got allergies. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, it's hey, it's it's a an immersive experience here at the. <laughs> like Oscar. you're in the room with us. I know it's like you're in the room with us, but like so he he did an interview. He did the sweatiest interview with Chris Wallace uh, last weekend. I don't know if you watch it. It's hilarious. Chris Wallace just busted his balls the entire time. Didn't really call him a liar, but was like, yeah, that's not what this guy says. Yeah, he was completely upfront. And Donald Trump kept talking about how he had passed this, 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 he had aced this cognitive test. And okay, so everybody made fun of him. That's fine. But he wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. And he did another interview with some other jag off from Fox News. And he was, um, in the Chris Wallace interview, they did it outside, like outside of the Oval Office. And Trump is just sweating his balls off because he's, you know, he's old fat and he's wearing this giant suit. And, He's like, why did we do it out here? It's so hot. And Chris Wall's like, you wanted to do it out here. You didn't want to do it inside. You said it looked better out here. He's like, well, it's really hot out here. And he's just complaining the whole time. Mm-hmm. And so he did this. He did another interview with another guy, and he just would not shut the fuck up about it. And this clip I'm going to play, it, you go, it goes on for like two minutes about how smart. And he lie, He does. He knows nothing about the test he took. He just makes it up. And it's really fucking hilarious. So I want I want to listen to him tell it, and then I'm going to show it to you. Have you seen this test? Have you like seen the PDF of it or anything? No. Okay. Oh, well, wait, is this the thing where it's like there's like a, there's a giraffe and yeah, there's a goddamn yeah, lion yeah, yeah, and yeah, right yeah, now. yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah. It. yeah, yeah. So like like this is this is the dumbest fucking shit ever. This is the leader of the free world. We give this guy the nuke codes, and here you go. You have to be sharp if you're in the office of the presidency. We have to be sharp. So they were saying all these different things. It was going all over, which stuck. None of it stuck, fortunately. But one of the reasons it didn't is that I took a test. I said to the doctor, it was Dr. Ronnie Jackson, I said, is there some kind of a test? Remember that name, Shane. test. And he said there actually is, and he named it, whatever it might be. It's called the Montreal Assessment. The first questions are very easy. The last questions are much more difficult, Uh, like a memory question. It's uh, like you'll go person... Woman, man, camera, TV. It took him like 30 so seconds. So they say, could you there. repeat that? So I said, yeah. So it's person, woman, man, camera, TV. Okay, I would have given anything good. for him to fuck it up live on if TV. If you get it in order, you get extra points. If you, Okay, now he's asking you other questions, other questions. And then 10 minutes, 15, 20 minutes later, they say, Remember the first question? Not the first, but the tenth question? 
give us that again. Can you do that again? And you go, person, woman, man, camera, TV. If you get it in order, you get extra points. Five words. They said nobody gets it in order. It's actually not that easy. But for me, it was easy. And that's not an easy question. In other words, they ask it to you. They give you five names, and you have to repeat them. And that's okay. If you repeat them out of order, it's okay. but, But, you know, it's not as good. But then when you go back about 20, 25 minutes later, and they say, go back to that question. They don't tell you this. Go back to that question and repeat them. Can you do it? And you go, person, woman, man, camera, TV. They say, that's amazing. How did you do that? I do it because I have, like, a good this memory. interview because is I'm an hour? Cognitively there. Yeah. Okay, Tommy. So- that, that, I was playing that from uh, Pod Save America. Give credit where credit's due. It's the easiest place to find it. Um, they, that interview was an hour, and you will notice that he did not do anything. Uh, the guy interviewed him. I don't know who the hell that was. It was just some bald man standing there in a suit. Just Yeah. He might as well have been uh, one of those cutouts that they use at the baseball games. He was just standing there, and Donald Trump was talking. But he went on for two minutes about those um, that fucking test. Now, do you, uh, Ronnie... Um, is his name Jackson? Ronnie Jackson. Uh, so, Shay, you can see my screen, right? Yeah. So, this is the Montreal Cognitive Test that he's talking about, that he's bragging about. This is the leader of the free world, the president of the United States. This is a test for to test for dementia. The first question is, uh, first, the first three questions are you're given um, a series of letters and numbers, and you're supposed to complete the pattern. So, it's you begin at number one and go to A. So, 1A, then it's 2 and then it would be B, right? It'd be three C, four D, five E. You know, boom, yeah. you do that. Then you it draw. You know, you give you that. Uh, they give you that three D cube that you draw in middle school. Then you're supposed to draw a clock. Um, I mean, this is paint by number shit. You draw a clock ten past uh, eleven. You want to put? The- <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. Well, I actually, I actually, I actually, I actually thought about this one. The clock one. I'm like, uh, fuck. Well, I know. Well, I thought about this one not just because of you, because I know how you hate analog clocks, but like. The this is a test for dementia, and I'm almost sure that as the years go by, this will be changed because there's a lot of people that are younger than us that have never been taught or have to you know read time from an analog clock because they've always had a phone or a digital readout. Like that's just the yeah. sign of the times, right? Um, so then after that, you uh, you are supposed to uh, name animals. There's a lion, a rhinoceros, and a camel. Uh, then they give you the five words you're supposed to say. So for Trump, it was person, woman, man, uh, camera, TV. Uh, this one here, the 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 printout I have, it's face, velvet, church, daisy, red. Yeah. Uh, and then you read off a list of numbers. I tell you a list of numbers, you repeat them back to me. I tell you a list of numbers, you repeat them back to me backwards. Um, then oh. then they give you a list of numbers to read, and when you read them out, you're supposed to just tap the desk. So it's like F I'm sorry, F B A, and you tap on the A. You're supposed to tap on every A. You do that. Uh, you're supposed to count down from 100 by by uh, 7, so it's 193, 86, 79, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you're supposed to repeat – I'm supposed to repeat phrases to you, and you're supposed to repeat them back to me. Um, I'm supposed to name uh, a number of words that start with the letter F. Just go – you just, just start naming letters. I hope they're all swear words too, by the way. Um, you know, like then it does like word association, like what's it like banana orange, and you're supposed to come up with some reason why train and bicycle are the same and wash and ruler. And then at the end, you repeat those five words face, velvet, church, daisy, red. 
and then tell me what day, month, and year it is and where you are. That's the fucking test. And I would like to point out that those last couple questions he's talking about are, are, are telling you where he is and what day it is. Yeah. For fuck's sake, people. Like, I was, I, he just won't shut up about it. Um, and uh, a couple things. Uh, the guy that gave him the test, Ronnie Jackson, uh, he left the White House in 2018. So, if anything, this test was done in 2018. Um, Ronnie Jackson was called the Candyman. Remember, he, he was nominated for, like, to be the head of the v, uh, VFA or something. Oh, no, that's not it. The, uh, the VA. He was, he was nominated to be the head of the VA, but his nomination was turned down because he was, quote-unquote, the Candyman. Remember, he was always drunk at work and was passing out pills. Yep. So that that's that guy. I mean, it's always a good idea to have a friend like that, though. I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I'm saying that if Don, Dr. Ronnie Jackson gave him this test, it was done March 28, 2018, at the earliest. Like, yeah. So anyway, Shay, uh, I really hope that those are the five words Donald and Donald Trump just memorized them and has had that like written in a little piece of paper in his coat pocket for you know two years. It's just it's it's weird. Did I, I don't, is are, are people talking about his mental state? Like, did you, did you just bring it up? I don't well, he, everybody says he's an idiot, and he's well, an idiot. yeah, okay. I mean, so, well, just I know just, a lot of idiots that can remember shit. It's not, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like I can't spell for shit. I I tell you right now, I can't spell for shit, and you know, that's just a thing I don't care about. Like Donald Trump, but Donald Trump's an idiot. And, like, just today, uh, earlier before we started recording this podcast, Donald Trump, like, went on a little rant on Twitter about how the trending things on Twitter are always about how dumb or stupid he is. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, like, so mad about that, it. <laughs> that, that's actually really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love the idea that he checks Twitter and it's just a bunch of people telling him he's a moron. <laughs> yeah. He, like, he, he says that the trending, you know, because you go on Twitter and something's trending and blah, 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 you know, whatever, whatever yeah. is hit the news. And Donald Trump's always mad that none of the tr- trending stuff on Twitter is about how awesome he is. And so he thinks it's illegal. It should be illegal. That's the dipshit we're talking about. So people call him an idiot for two years now, and he's like, well, hey, I took a test, and it proves I'm not an idiot. And they're like, actually, it just proves that you should be able to drive a car. That's basically yeah. all we're proving here. So that's a thing. Um, the other thing that our very smart president has done, uh, do you, do you, have you been following the RNC and DNC conventions any? Have you seen how much of a clusterfuck I know more about the RNC than I do the DNC. I don't know what the DNC is doing. Um, but I, I know that I, as of the last I saw, he had had, he like rescheduled, uh, the RNC at a different location that would allow him to do it unrestricted. And then they had to cancel it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's in limbo, but I'm not sure what's, what the, the, after that, that was the last thing I saw. Right. So the DNC had decided last month, like late June, they're like, this is the, we can't do this. We can't have a bunch of people together. We can't be rubbing shoulders and cheering everybody on. So the DNC decided in June, they're going to do a basically virtual convention, which kind of pissed me off because without COVID, Milwaukee's just up the road for me. Uh, Oh, is the DNC open to the public? I mean, you can get tickets or you can just go and hang out, you know, like there's, there's fun stuff to do. So, you know, that's a thing. But, uh, yeah, they decided it was going to be basically virtual for almost all of it. They were going to do something so that Biden could give his commencement speech, you know, accepting the nomination. And um, 
so they, they made that uh, thing a month ago. Like you were saying, the uh, RNC was scheduled in Charlotte, um, North Carolina, and the mayor of Charlotte had refused to give Donald Trump the carte blanche to do whatever the fuck he wanted to in his city, and uh, it was going to impose you know mask restrictions and social distancing. And Donald Trump threw a hissy fit and moved it to Florida. So they were going to have like the opening ceremonies were still going to be in um, Charlotte, North Carolina. Then they were going to move the whole procedure to um, Jacksonville, Florida, which a lot of people were already pissed about because, you know, they plan this shit for years. And then they're going to put it in Florida. Then when they were told, I mean, COVID-19 is basically face fucking Florida right now. So that's bad. And so when they were told when Donald Trump just on that first Thursday, um, COVID-19 uh, presser, he was like, oh, yeah, I've made the decision. I'm going to cancel the Florida component. The part he's canceling, he was told that they can't do it indoors because of COVID. So they said they're going to do it outdoors. He was going to have a big, huge speech outdoors in Florida in August. <laughs> oh, that would be awful. I was Jesus. just like the second they said that, I thought you're going to be carting old people out of there like cordwood. Yeah, <laughs> just, just by gonna, the dozens. They're just going to yeah, be because they're all going like, to be in black suits. Yeah, I mean, well, that and they're all just going to be like you know, if you look at a, a Bi- uh, not a Biden rally, I'm sure, I'm sure that everybody's not super fit at a Biden rally, but you look at these Trump rallies, and these are older, I'd say a little bit overweight, middle aged people. Like they're they're not in the best health, and they're just going to be cooking in the Florida sun if they went. People are just going to, you know, they're not going to wear a mask. They'll probably think drinking water is for pussies. And they'll just be passing out left and right in the Florida sun. So that wasn't going to be a good idea. So they canceled all that. And uh, now Donald Trump is, I mean, he's he, when he said it, I know I know you weren't watching, but when he said it in that, that Thursday presser, you could tell he was, he, was, he was visibly mad about it. Because his entire re-election strategy was doing rallies where everybody changed his name. And this was going to be like the RNC-funded rally where everybody chanted his name, and now he doesn't even get to do that. Yeah. You know, it's it's really... I mean, schadenfreude on my part, through the roof. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there he, is... Uh, uh, you know that, yeah, I could, uh, I'll have to go watch that, because it, it is funny when he's visibly upset about stuff, and you can tell um, that he's, he just wants to be like... Like, behind closed doors, he'd be losing his shit, but... Yeah, yeah. He, that, that Thursday presser, he was just handed a stack of papers. And you could tell by the way he was reading it off. He had not read it before. Because he would um, read the, he would read So the is sentence. there nothing? There's not some alternate thing they're trying to do? or They're going to do it as virtual as the DNC is going to be. Which it okay. probably won't be as good because, I mean, we have all the production value on our side. Like, we've got all the gays. We've got oh, all the, God, all, man, got that's Hollywood. true. But I just imagine it's going to be very awkward. This will be the year where there's no bump. This, that's yeah, what, cause, cause, it's just not going to matter. Yeah, because basically what you have is you have a three-day, um, basically free televised commercial for your candidate. Because no matter what the uh, slant or you know political leadings of the news uh, channel is, they've got to cover the DNC or the RNC convention. Yeah, because true. Right, because like if you're MSNBC... You got to hear what Donald Trump is saying, like, because that's where you're supposed to lay out your platform for a second term or, you know, why you should be the, the, the president as opposed to the other guy. I read somewhere that they're just using the 2016 platform, too. And 
that says something in it about how we can't support the current president because they were talking about Obama at the time. It's pretty funny, but what I think they, yeah. they fucked that up. Um, but yeah, like that's that's you're supposed to do this, and, and you're supposed to get a, like a five or six point bump for your candidate after each one. That's why they they schedule when they do. Um, the incumbent usually tries to schedule his last, so he gets the last bump and tries to ride that, you know, blah blah blah. blah. But uh, yeah, I think this is just going to be the year where it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, I mean, I, as long as nobody, you know, because as long as nobody does anything stupid that you know that could be make an easy dumb sound bite, I, yeah, I don't think anyone's really going to be paying attention. I, I I don't honestly know a lot of people that pay attention to the thing when it's in person. They just wait for the they wait till it happens and then they see all right who's the VP, what happened? Did anyone say anything racist on camera? No, yeah. all right, cool. You well, know, that's. I, when is that shit? When is the DNC? Uh, the DNC is the second week in August, and I I want to oh, say it's like well, it's yeah, up. yeah, it's like the second week in August, and and the RNC is right after it. It's like I think the RNC is like the twenty fourth of August. I think it's when it starts or something like that. But um, um, yeah, no, I'm with you. Like I never really like since it's gonna be virtual, and since I'm not going anywhere. Like sure, I'll probably like you know throw it up in a window on my on my PC while I'm just sitting here and doing nothing. Um, but uh, before I did the same thing, I would just wait for the highlights because I was like, "Hey, if somebody says something stupid, I'll hear about it." Yeah. Or now, here's hear... real question: Do we think they're going to have debates? I think they are, but I because you could think safely we're... do a debate with no audience, which I think would be amazing. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yes, it. W- I've been told they're going to be for. Oh shit, that's the wrong one. I'm dumb. Um, I'm trying to bring up the speaker list for the RNC convention, and I, uh, and I got okay, the one for it's 2016. Okay that you're dumb, Justin. You're pretty. That's right. I am pretty. Um, the side project of the Woods Cast is to convince Shay to take pictures of just his beautiful dog Ripley and keep his big dome out of it. We're, we're still working on that. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> um, from what I have heard, there will be four debates, three debates, uh, three debates with the uh, president and the challenger, you know, yeah. Joe Biden and Donald Trump, yeah. one debate and one debate with the vice presidents. You know, it would be um, uh, God Pence. Sorry, I blanked on his name. Um, Pence and a man. Uh, that'll be the first time Pence has been pu- front in public for a while. <laughs> He's he doesn't so do shit. lame. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So there will be four debates, and you have a good point. You can pull a debate off just fine without you know a crowd or anything. The you know moderators can stay six feet apart. They, they yeah they they, no, they normally the, the the candidates they just don't shake hands. And, yeah, just don't shake and hands. They stand like thirty feet apart anyway. It would actually be it, yeah. They stand like thirty feet apart anyway. They um, there's no real interaction between them physically. It would be oh, great. God. Uh, it would be great for everybody if when they started, instead of shaking hands, they did like the recommended elbow oh, bump or something. Yeah. Yeah. That would make Donald Trump look, that would make him look like personable. That would make him look like he cares about the fact that we have a global pandemic going on. It, it would make them both look human, you know, not, not like, uh, you know, pod people that we put up there. Um, but, um, uh, what the hell is this? The one thing that we won't get a debate of, and I still say we should have a debate, is I want to have Hunter Biden debate the two Trump sons. And I feel <laughs> oh, man, like that, that would be a would shit be, show. 
Yeah, there is a whole segment of the Chapo Trap House that they talked about that. And they were like, they talked about how um, this was before Biden won the nomination. Everybody thought he would kind of fizzle out. And they were saying that what we really deserved was Biden and Trump just for a cathartic reason to debate after Hillary Clinton won the nomination, just so that we could see two Grandpa Simpsons just throwing random phrases at each other for an hour. And then they came to the conclusion that Hunter Biden needs to debate both Eric and Don Jr. And he could bait them both because they're both idiots. And, you know, they would probably try to trigger him. They'd be like, hey, man, we like guns. He's like, I had a gun put in my mouth. And then I came back later and bought more crack. Like, well, what do you guys got? Like, you know, you guys suck. Like, and they're like, well, you know, the joke is that I have to ask a woman's permission to ask her out on a date. He's like, I and Hunter's over here is like, I think I knocked up three women tonight. Like, I am constantly fucking. I've got illegitimate kids everywhere. Like, he would just destroy him. He'd just rip a fat rocket crack rock before he walked out there, and it'd be it'd be on. That's what I want. I'm not gonna get it. Yeah. Um, the speakers at the RNC. I'm oh shit. Damn it, it's still 2016. I can't find the list. Um, I heard it's Ted Nugent, Diamond and Silk. Um, oh, Diamond and Silk. They, that shit, that bit that they're doing is fucking genius. They're, they're making I, money hand over fist. Oh, God, those two crack my shit up. Yeah. The, what, the, what, what's really funny, and, and they're just... They're just um, there's a special brand of conservative African American huckster that does that because basically they just they just know that since they're African American, whatever they want to say will get traction because the right wing wants to put them out there so they can be like, yeah. hey, you know, we're not racist. Look at this. Okay, uh, okay. So here's a short list of the speakers of the 2020 RNC. It is uh, oh, damn it, lost again. We got Ted. We got the Nuge, Ted Nugent. Of um, course, of he's course. a pedophile. He's a pedophile. Look it up. Uh, Scott Scott Bayo from Who's the Boss? What? Um, That's weird. Yeah, and, uh, Scott Bayo. Oh, he's like super right wing now for no reason. Uh, well, I and, I just mean like in terms of like relevance. Like yeah, okay. yeah. He's been like he's been out there churning that conservative speaker circuit for a while. Um, so you got the news. You got Scott Bayo. You got. Uh, Antonio Sabato Jr. I, I don't think you know who that is. I don't know who it is. He's a, if I'm not mistaken, he's a soap opera star who's a conservative. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's like, uh, you know, Dean Cain's big into conservative politics now, right? Yeah, Superman, yeah. Uh, fucking Superman over yeah, here. Fucking, yeah, fucking Lois and Clark is, is repping. And we got Diamond and Silk. Nice. Yeah. I, I introduced Rachel to Diamond and Silk and all of these, like, I mean... Do they believe what they say? Shit, I don't know. I don't care. But they're saying it because they know somebody will pay them to say it on the Daily Wire or the Daily I think Color. it's like 60-40. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever. Like there's some, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's definitely, but I definitely believe that's a bit. Like oh, it's not, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you do you. Um, but uh, I showed it to Rachel and she was like, oh my God. So she went on their like Twitter and Instagram. I don't know which one it was. But they were, But Rachel came, came back. She's like, Justin, they've shared the same picture. Like 30 times. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. what is it? Yeah. I was like, it's a picture of them with Donald Trump. And they shared the same picture. They just put different captions on it. I was like, oh, yeah, they're just trying to, you know, they're just trying to be, you know, pro Donald Trump. Just trying to get paid, son. And I can respect that. Yeah. I was kind of surprised they were on the speaking list because they just got shit canned from Fox Nation. That's the um, Fox News uh, online subscription 
Um, what for? Oh, they were tweeting out a bunch of dumb shit about COVID nineteen being a you know a globalist hoax and all that. All that, oh, that Alex that Jones kind of nonsense. Ah, solid, yeah. solid. Yeah, See, so they got, Justin, the conservative media is getting censored, and the truth is never going to get out there. Well, that's yeah. I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go that far. Um, but what I will say is that. Uh, if anybody is worth their shit, it is Diamond and Silk because their bit is good and they do perform when they go out there and do that shit. I mean, in 2012, they played CPAC to like 100 people. Last year's CPAC, I think it was last year's, they played the stage leading up to Donald Trump. Like they were on the same, same stage as the president and they killed it. That was where he went on and he did like two, an hour, two hours and 40 minutes or something. Yeah. Yeah, he came out there and rambled for two hours. Like, first thing he did was dry hump the uh, American flag. That was that. Oh, stage. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah. That God, was... that was fucking weird. That is a real fun um, episode of Chapo's Trap House because, like, it's a two-parter. Like, they cover both parts of it. And, like, they're all just talking about how, like, weird it is. Like, how absurd it was and how surreal. And, you know... Like, the crowd loved it, and, like, the crowd kept laughing. They're like, oh, God, he's so funny. But then they were mad at the Chapo guys and the rest of the press because they were laughing at the wrong parts. They were like, oh, yeah, oh, well, yeah what an idiot. And, like, they didn't laugh at the jokes. But, yeah, it's it's surreal. Speaking of the Alex Jones uh, ilk, I have a little update for you. Remember when we talked about him getting uh, the shit suit out of him? By multiple people. Mm, he, I mean, that is his his uh, perpetual existence is getting the shit suit out of him. Very much so. Uh, the problem is is that uh, old Alex Jones's uh, rope is running out. So you may have. I don't know if you remember this because I know you don't follow this as closely as I do. I, I think he's fucking hilarious. And the reason I listen is because it's a three hour comedy skit that he doesn't think is a comedy skit. And then, of course, the the podcast that um, I'm a big fan of, Knowledge Fight, uh, you know, just drills down on all the reasons Alex Jones is a racist piece of shit, and uh, that's always fun. Um, because if Alex Jones likes to talk, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, Alex Jones likes to talk likes to talk about freedom, but what he really wants is an authoritarian regime where he is the protected class. So he just wants a you know Christian ethno state, and he'd be cool with it. Um, but uh, last year, um. Somebody sent him child porn. Did you do you remember the story? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So there are nine different families that are suing him over the Sandy Hook coverage where he said that it was all made up. They were crisis actors and none of their kids died. Uh, in doing that, you automatically accuse them of several levels of fraud because they filed, you know, false police reports. They filed false you know, death certificates, you know, all that shit. So there's. There are actual legal rep- repercussions from you going on your fucking stupid internet show and saying things like this. That's why, believe it or not, Shane and I are careful about what we say on this. Um, I'd say careful-ish is a more accurate term. I have a delete button, and I will use it. Alex Jones I, yeah, yeah, I respect, yeah, that's true. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Alex Jones said, you know, so the nine, fa- nine Sandy Hook families have sued the absolute ever-loving shit out of Alex Jones. And... In one of the discoveries, somebody had sent Alex Jones child pornography in an email. Now, it was an attachment. <laughs> Alex Jones never opened it. I kind of had forgot about that. That's fucking yeah. funny. 
so there was a there was a kind of a weird sub sub story here of like whether or not it was really to sandbag Alex Jones. Somebody was just fucking with him. Well, on oh god, July fifteenth of two thousand nineteen, I just re-listened to that episode of the show just to you know refresh my memory of how fucking crazy this was. Uh, Alex Jones got hammered ass drunk on on air, which is one thing he used to do a lot. He's tried not to do anymore because his ex wife's trying to take his kids from him. Mm-hmm. But uh, he got hammered ass drunk and accused the prosecutor. Uh, the other lawyer in the case of being the person that planted the child porn on him so that he could say that Alex Jones was a pedophile and take him down. Um, he ranted and raved. He put a picture of this guy on his desk and smashed it and like basically accused this guy and threatened him on air live and then put out a $1 million bounty on uh, basically this guy's head to have him convicted. All of this was done with his lawyer sitting right beside him looking very perplexed and upset. Um, and so that happened. Uh, he was then sanctioned in all of these court cases for doing this. He was sanctioned for it. And then he just appealed the sanctions. And the sanctions meant that he had to pay for all the court costs that went uh, went along with these these new um, court hearings. And then he also uh, had appealed to have the entire case thrown out. And so all of that was reversed this past week. Uh, the uh, Connecticut Supreme Court heard the case, said, fuck you, Alex Jones. And so now not only is this case going to move forward, but he's on the hook for over $150,000 in court fees. Um, so that's a thing. Um, the fun thing is that Norm Pattis, the, the lawyer that was sitting beside him, he he's jumped ship. He said, this is bullshit. I can't win this case anymore. So he's out. So Alex Jones is back to the first guy who started this case. And I think that guy's just going to run it right into the ground. But this is the like this is kind of the end of all the uh, stall tactics and uh, dismissals and um, I don't like that guy he's a globalist bullshit that Alex Jones has been filing in court and the judge says fuck you you're paying for all of it and this is a great quote from the family's lawyer uh, Mr. Uh, Bankston um, it is rare to see a legal defense so incompetent and disrespectful to the rule of law that it causes the defendant to rack up over $150,000 in fines during preliminary motions before we've even reached trial. That these is fine, fantastic. These fines are only the beginning. A far greater reckoning awaits Mr. Jones. So, like, they, that trial will start at the end of this year, and he's already on the hook for $150,000. Amazing. Just, just, he just, has got to be... Just, Bleeding money. He is, and that's a funny thing. It's funny you mentioned that, Shay, because the the I really think we're in, and and the guys from Knowledge Fight, uh, Dan and Jordan, have been circling this idea for a while now. I think we're in a Brewster's Millions type situation, where he's going to piss away all the money he can now, yeah. or hide it somewhere in some other thing, so that when he does lose these lawsuits, and he's probably going to lose them now. Like it's really the like the writing's on the wall because uh, the depositions that they had uh, late last year, there was a deposition where they were supposed to show all of their sourcing. Like, hey, where did you get this from? You said on air this guy did Sandy Hook or blah 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 whatever. You accused a random citizen of the United States of committing a mass murder. Where were your who, who told you this? Where were your sources? Because he always says like I've got the best sources. Blah 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 blah. blah. This should have been. You know, if a worse time to shine, and they were just like, "Oh no, 
I don't know. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> at, at one point, they said, they literally said under oath, like, well, see, there's links. Like, there's links to the story, and those links are dead now. And it's like, oh, uh, dog internet ate homework. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just fucking nonsense. And so, like, he just got fucked there, and he's fucked here, and he, and there's, there's no more appeals. Like, he's, this $150,000, he's going to fucking pay that. Yeah. Um, and the reason he's scared shitless is because uh, there's a guy. Um, oh shit, 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 shit. Um, I think his name is Presker. I forgot. I, I'll have to look it up. But there were these two guys who wrote a book. It's called like Nobody Died at Sandy Hook. That's that's the name of the book. Those guys just recently lost a lawsuit. One of the authors um, settled out of court. The other guy fought it, and he lost. And he's he has to pay. Now of course it's under appeal, but he has to pay. Uh, $495,000. So, so that's the barrel. That's the kind of barrel Alex Jones is looking down right now on top of the 150,000. So that's why I say that, that we're doing a Brewster's millions thing. Like in the past two months, Alex Jones has taken a, like two week long vacations. So I think he's like, well here pretty soon. I won't have all this money to do these vacations. So let's do it now. Um, he's launching a new product line, but that's Ooh. not his. Okay. Hold on. It's not his. It's his dad's product line. So who I'm, Alex Jones? Alex Jones's father is a dentist. Okay. And an oral surgeon. So all of these like super blue toothpaste and all that shit that he sells, a lot of that his dad comes up with, or at least they can put the stamp on it because his dad's an actual dentist. Yeah. Um, so his I dad. I did not know that. That's interesting. Yeah. So um, he's releasing a uh, a new product line that is virtually identical to the products he's already selling right now just under different names but these are from his dad's like super healthy line or something nutraceuticals yeah they're all called nutraceuticals but i forget the name of the new line but it's all under his dad his dad's line and again i think it's a way to hide assets because like let's say his dad makes all this stuff then infowars buys a shit ton of it right infowars doesn't have that money when they sell it it goes you know to you know, to the dad's business. Like, I think this is just a way of shifting assets away from Alex Jones and Infowars. So when they do finally come for him, he doesn't have that money. The other thing he's starting to do, he he announced it on an emergency broadcast this Saturday. Um, he's starting a human defense league, and that what does that mean? Just, uh, he's going to. Uh, it's basically to help humans defend themselves against the robots that Bill Gates is going to you know set. set <laughs> yes. Yeah. So he said he said that he wanted the uh, emblem to be a human beating a robot with a stick, and so that spawned a million fun cartoons on uh, different websites. But if it's a foundation, it's just another way to hide assets. Like he's gonna take he what Alex Jones wants to do is take humanity to the stars where they can be closer to God or some other bullshit. And basically, what he's gonna say is like, listen, I would love to pay my alimony, but um, I'm sending people to Mars. Gotcha. Yeah, sorry. I, you know, this is for the good of mankind. Yeah, yeah. Listen, humans got to go to the stars, so I can't send you that um, alimony check this month. And also, like, if you listen to this podcast, you know that we talked about this before. He's already on the hook for almost eight hundred thousand dollars to his ex-wife. Dope. I can't wait to see what he's doing in ten years. I expect him to come back. Fuck it, really three. weird. Three or four. Yeah. Yeah. Like some really weird way, he's gonna pop back up. Well, and also, what what the hell is he going to do come November when Trump, like, loses? Like, if Trump yeah. loses, he's fucked, you know? He's just fucked, and it's so funny. So, watch this space. We'll get back to it. He's, he's a dipshit.
Um, speaking of crazy people, we uh, have to do some crazy candidate. Uh, I guess roundup rebuttal. I think we missed 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 this a little bit or fucked it up a little bit. Q and on candidates. So we talked about this before, and I'm pretty sure I got the number wrong. But did you see where Twitter banned 7,000 QAnon accounts? Oh, God, something like that. It was so satisfying. Yeah, yeah. So they got they got the ban hammer because they were doing all kinds of abuse of, um, what do you call that? Terms of service? Is that what they call those? Yeah. Term, uh, the service agreement, yeah. They were using multiple accounts. Uh, they were, you know, because you would, you would have one person controlling 100 accounts, and they would put out some bullshit thing, and all of them would retweet it so they could, you know, get traction. Um, so, so... Twitter banned a fuckload of people. Everybody's screaming that it's, um, you know, censorship, of course. Fuck you. And um, I think they even talked about it on uh, Waters World on Fox News. He was like, yeah, I'm not for censorship. I mean, these people have helped uncover a lot of good information about Epstein. Like, no, they didn't. Uh, that was actual journalists. These are just dickholes on YouTube. But uh, we have, I, I think these are the numbers I messed up before. We have 13 candidates that have made it to the general election that are QAnon followers. You got, you got five from California, two from Illinois. I'm not happy about that. Uh, you got one from Colorado and one from New Jersey and Oregon, Georgia, Ohio, and Texas. Um, the vast majority of them, there's, there were like 58 total, but they all lost primaries and stuff. The vast majority of them uh, are Republican, of course. There's like two Democrats, 58 Republicans, two Democrats, and one Libertarian and two Independents. So it's by far a right-wing problem. So we'll have to see what's going to happen in the November election, but they've got enough people to actually make a caucus. Let's just say that all 13 of them make it. Now, some of these are state, state and how, okay. But let's say you get, I don't know, eight of them in the actual Congress. They can make a caucus, which would be a record. Oh, man, the Q, a QAnon caucus. Right. Qanon caucus would be hilarious. Now, first of all, I'd like to point out that that won't, almost no possibility of that happening. But it would be really, really fun for it to happen because the first thing they would do is have to go crazy looking for who Q is. So they would just yes. go. They would just be using all the powers of investigation of Congress to just prove that Donald Trump is Q or some other nonsense. And then what would eventually happen, and this is what I really want, to, I'm really waiting for. So while they're serving in Congress or the Senate, they would actually have to pass legislation. So then they would have to go back to their supporters and say, like, hey, I know they're all Democratic pedophiles. But if you want that new disc golf course, <laughs> I need you to help me out. I need some of their votes. OK, guys. Yeah. So, yeah. like, calm still, down. We still have to compromise, bro. Yeah. All help yes. you. I know they're drinking adrenochrome at lunch, but I need three of their votes. Listen, I know that they all eat the pituitary glands from babies to stay young. I get it. I'm as concerned as you are, but I need their votes. Yeah. Will Will Summer from... I want to say he's from the Daily Beast. I could get that wrong. I think Will Summer does the Daily Beast, and he has his own... He, he pays a lot of attention to QAnon, <clears throat> and he has his own like newsletter where he talks about this stuff. And he had a lot of great points in that a lot of these people aren't like hardcore QAnon people. They're just candidates that needed a base and a funding base. And so if you just throw in hashtag where we go one, we go all in some in some media tweets. Yeah. 
yeah, your numbers spike way up and you you could raise some money. So, like, I don't know how many of them really believe it, but one of them believing it is way too many. That is a fact. That's a fact. Now, before we move on, we need to talk about one other crazy candidate. I know it's the guy you want to vote for. Kanye West. He's going to make it. Oh, the can't Western. wait. Vermin yeah. Supreme. Let's do this. Dear God, this guy's an idiot. Um, so I didn't change my outline. My outline still says he is not a candidate, but he is. He finally registered to be a candidate. Yeah. Um, he registered to be a candidate. Uh, he, um, nobody has any clue who is working for him or what kind of infrastructure he has. Uh, in the last, I think it was last week or the week before he had an actual rally. I don't know if you saw this. Like, no shit. No, I didn't see that. It was the it was the clusterfuck you thought it would be. Um, he showed up. Uh, there was no mic. There was no podium. It was just like a little stage. There was a, I would say two hundred people there. Two hundred, maybe three hundred. I don't know because uh, there was nobody filming it. All of the video you'll see is people with their cell phones holding up video. In it. So like the audio is like shit. Depending on which video you look at, you can't hear him or can't hear him. Uh, he was wearing a flak jacket. He had twenty twenty shaved into the back of his head. And awesome. He, and so he like spoke for a couple minutes and then would let people just shout out questions or come up and, and ask questions. And again, no mics. Everybody's just yelling. And he got his ass just completely owned by a couple of pro choice people that were in the audience because he said, like, I'm pro life. There should be no abortions. Anybody who gets any woman who gets pregnant should get a million dollars from the government. Yeah. And, and like women in the crowd were like, you don't get to make that choice with my body. And like, they just schooled him right there in real time. And so after like 45 minutes, like he just kind of walked off stage. Like he got pissy and walked off stage. So like he actually did it at an event. So that's weird, but nobody has any clue who's working for him. What his campaign staff is. He's already missed about 150 electoral votes. Um, he has gotten on like Illinois. He's on the Illinois ballot. He's like hit or miss on what ones. He didn't get on South Carolina's, which uh, which everybody thought he would get on. So he's planning a write in candidate candidacy. He's going to write in for the twenty twenty election. Um, that's not going to happen. Um, his VP is some pastor from Wyoming. You, remember you told me that he bought some ranch out there. Yeah. And, and he so did. Yeah. He he bought that ranch and he apparently. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Had bought more property out there. I, I don't know. I don't follow what the hell he does with his money. But there's a pastor out there. She's she's uh, um, a woman that nobody knows. Who, like, they had trouble finding a picture of her. Huh. Yeah, like, he he said, like, this is my vice president. And it's, it's a pastor friend of his. And everybody's like, I, I we don't know what she looks like. Like, if you Google her, there's one picture. But, yeah, so, like, that's his candidacy. Um, he did a Forbes interview where he laid out his policies. Uh, take, a, take a shot of whiskey or whatever you got to do. This is going to be good. Uh, he's running under the birthday party uh, because while he's president, every day will be your birthday. Uh, he no longer supports Donald Trump. Now, this is all coming from the uh, Forbes interview. No longer supports Donald Trump. He's taking off the MAGA hat. Uh, he's, uh, he says he's okay with siphoning black votes away from, uh, the democratic nomination, the nominee, because, uh, to say that the black vote is a democratic vote is a form of racism, white supremacy. Um, he needs to Google white supremacy real quick. Um, he's never voted in his life, so that's good. Um, and he is anti-vax. I'm going to read this to you in, in its entirety. 
it's so many of our children that are being vaccinated and paralyzed. So when they say that we're going to get the co- fix COVID with a vaccine, I'm extremely uh, cautious. That's the mark of the beast. They want to put chips inside of us. They want us to do all kinds of things to make it so that we can't cross the gates of heaven. I'm sorry when I say that. The humans, that devil inside them. And the sad thing is that, the saddest thing is that we all won't make it to heaven. And there will be some of us that do not make it. Next question. <laughs> Next question. Like, fuck. Like, how is this guy considered an actual oh, candidate? Whatever. Uh, he's going to organize the um, White House in the form of Wakanda from Black Panther. So, cool. And, um, yeah, uh, Kanye's an idiot. And I'm about 60% sure he's got a new shoe line coming out. I'm about 40% sure he's having a mental breakdown. And um, uh, what the fuck either way. Like, I, I don't understand why this is a thing. Um, I think he's just having fun with it. Honestly, I really think that's all it is. I think it's, it's, you'll, you, I, I would not be surprised if in like a year or so, or immediately after the election, he's talking about how his presidential campaign was performance art or something stupid. Cause he's, he is a, a big old bag of nuts. Yeah. And that's fine. But I kind of want to know who the hell's around him because there's been whispers that like his wife and his kids are like trying to like, sort him out and he's having a man you know he's on a he's on a, a bipolar swing or something he's on a manic state that sounds about right yeah i can see that and like mental health issues are nothing to laugh at but there are a group of people around him right now that are just bilking him for cash if that's the case like if he's in probably a manic state, yeah. yeah like if he's in a manic state and he's got a campaign chairman and a staff around him and they're just racking up billable hours for this absolute farce of a presidential candidacy. Like, yeah, like, I mean, this shit happens to everybody. Like, there are so many fringe candidates that will get, you know, a staff together. And if you were to pull them, uh, if you were to pull them off the side at a bar and be like, what are you doing? They're like, I'm just making cash, bro. Like, this guy ain't going to make it through the primary, but I can bill him 40 bucks an hour for me and you talking right now because he's in the room. Like, like, there are some really unscrupulous people there. And, you know, that's well, it could be way more than 40 an hour, but anyway. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, it's just something insane. Like, you know, he's like, I'm sitting at the other end of the bar drinking beers with you, and I'm charging that dickhead 60 bucks an hour. Like, well, you know, whatever. And, well, he's, you know, they raise money and pay it to him. But, but then my other question is, if, if Kanye West is such the genius businessman that he says he is, why is he doing Why is he letting people do this to him? Cause, yeah, exactly. You know, because he can't have, like, if you ask him anything, he's like, well, I'm a billionaire, so I know what's going on. Like, well, if you're such a smart billionaire, why is why are you paying this guy $120 an hour to stare at me? Like, that guy over there is not doing anything. Like, well. I mean, it could be just, it, it. hopefully it doesn't end up just being a really sad uh, case of where he just goes crazy. He's like, you know, he's Howard Hughesing it. He's just losing his mind and spending all his money on his crazy shit. Now that you mention it, it being performance art is probably the best case scenario. I, I mean, it really is, yeah. And what makes me think of that is is looking at the it, like I said his name earlier, Vermin Supreme, who I think is mm-hmm. who I'm voting for uh, fucking president in 2020. This guy cracks my shit up, but oh, he's fun. He's, <laughs> fun. he's fun times. Yeah, but no, I could see that. I could see him being like, "Ha ha, it was an act," you know. It's you know, if he, you know what, I, Shane, know, I, can, I see, can see it. I can see Donald Trump saying that shit after he loses too. No, oh, I was just kidding. Fuck y'all. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I still, man, I, I know he's an egotistical guy, but I just, I don't know 
if he really wants to win that bad. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just... Are you saying Trump's second term or Trump first term? So second term. Like, I said, I don't know, man. Well, I probably... Maybe because there's some legal shit coming at him if he doesn't win, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, little, that's a little different this time around, come to think of it. Yeah. Yeah, there's 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 some... Uh, actually, we're just getting ready to... I, I wanted to ask you about that, too. Like, uh, real quick about Roger Stone, you know, before we talk about how uh, Donald Trump doesn't know shit about mail-in ballots. Um, but, uh... No, that's 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 a thing. Like, uh, there are some real legal issues that are in the pipe pipeline that, if he was the sitting POTUS, he could sidestep or at least delay for four years. Yeah, I mean, the Supreme Court saying that Donald Trump's taxes are not necessarily fair game, but not off the off the table because he's the president. That is a large step in the direction of. Uh, it's it's a large step in the opposite direction of what Donald Trump and his legal team have been arguing in that the president has you know unblanket unblank, immunity against anything. Like, while I'm president, you can't come at me for anything. And, you know, resting very heavily on the, was it 73, 63? I think it was 63. 1963, you know, what, uh, memo that said, like, hey, you cannot indict a sitting president. Um, Office of Legal Counsel, that's who wrote that up in 63. Talking about Nixon, you know. So everybody leans really heavily on that, and then they said that that's never been tested in the Supreme Court. Well, them giving uh, them access to his, his uh, taxes, um, not not Congress, I'm sorry, but the state of New York, uh, Southern District of New York, like that was a big step in that direction. And so, but while he's still president, like yeah, he's not going to get fucking cuffed and perp walked out of there. So I think I think you're right. I think that um, I think his first run, he was just doing it to put his name on more buildings, and then he won, and he thought, well, shit. Now, he's like, I gotta stay in this because A, I can't be a loser, and B, they might fucking arrest me for fraud the second I'm not the president. Yeah. Because Deutsche Bank is the one that has all those records, and there is a a rich history of him lying about how much his taxes or his properties are worth when he needs a loan versus how much he depreciates them when he has to pay taxes. I mean, they sent fucking uh, Al Capone to jail for mail fraud. Uh, Ah, man, I would I would love to see. That'd be so funny if Donald. I just don't. I don't think he'll end up going to jail, but that would be something else to see. Watch I mean, he's go to prison. he's seventy three, and I mean, as a president, he gets the. I mean, I, I don't think he'll die anytime soon because he has the best health health care the world you know can muster right now. But watching him deal with uh, legal woo fuckery late into his seventies because he's a, it was a shit in his fifties and sixties that would that would be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. and then yeah. he wouldn't have the fact that he's the president to protect him if you know. If he loses, so then it's the, tw- the tweet storm would be the craziest shit. I I expect him like he the, when he finally does go see now he just starts spewing state you know country's deepest darkest secrets on Twitter from when he was president. posting them left and right. Them, yeah, I was like, oh my god, here's all these pictures from Area Fifty One. Check out me drinking yeah. with this alien. Like you guys, you guys know that book that's supposed to be in the resolute desk that every every president signs a page of. Here's what all of them say. Oh my god, you know? that's so good. 
Yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's gonna go fucking nuts. And and if he thinks if he thinks that what's tr- trending on Twitter now is offensive to him, wait till he's not the president and he goes on some long Twitter rant about how nobody cares what he thinks. And people are just gonna shit in his mouth on Twitter. They're just like, oh, shut up. Shut yeah, up, I think boy. I think he'll start doing a lot more talk show shit when he's when he's not in office anymore. Regardless. Oh, he'll be all over the all place. over the fucking place. All yeah, the he will be in Sean Hannity's right pocket. Just like, oh. hey, well, you, you need me to say something? Yeah, what do you want? Yeah. Well, hey, I'm here. Um, all right, speaking of Donald Trump's uh, legal woo fuckery, this happened a while ago. we got to talk about it because we both hate Roger Stone. Uh, on, oh, man, I lost the uh, fucking date here. Oh, July 10th. So Roger Stone was convicted of seven felonies, lying, uh, five counts of lying to Congress, one count of witness tampering, and one count of obstruction of justice. Um, with respect to the Mueller probe, yeah, uh, investigated Donald Trump's um, Donald Trump's uh, woo fuckery with Russia during the presidential election. Just a quick review: uh, the Mueller probe showed that there was no collusion between Donald Trump, uh, his campaign, and Russia. Uh, collusion is not a legal term. There were over, I believe, there were over one. There were one hundred and one different instances of people in the campaign talking to. Uh, assets in Russia, but they walked up to or did not cross the line of like a legal conspiracy. Uh, one of the best one was, um, my favorite is Michael Cohen, uh, was, uh, cold calling and cold emailing a person that he thought was a Russian, uh, intelligence attache. Yes. I forgot about that. That's good stuff. But it was actually a bodybuilder of the same name. Um, so that's the level of uh, conspiracy woo fuckery was going on there, and there were ten different instances of uh, obstruction of justice laid out by Robert Mueller. So um, uh, Congress just did not follow up on them, and then finally had to pull the trigger on the uh, Ukraine uh, phone call quid pro quo. Uh, so just just to get that out there before uh, your all caps uncle says the Mueller investigation didn't turn up anything. It did. Fuck off. Um, so. Uh, Roger Stone was involved in that investigation. He uh, pled innocent, then was convicted of seven all, all those seven felonies. Uh, he was sentenced to 40 months in prison. And then, uh, of course, filed an appeal. He delayed that. Uh, he filed for a delay. Um, he filed for the delay because he was supposed to report to prison, I believe, July f- 14th. No, I'm sorry. He was... He was supposed to apply to prison July 14th, but he was like, he was really supposed to apply like two weeks before that. And he, he had applied for a delay until I want to say the first of the year or September. Like he wanted several months of delay because his, his concern was that he would catch COVID in prison. Now, a, this dickhead has been on Alex Jones's show for multiple years saying it was a hoax. So is it a hoax or is it not a hoax? You dick. But uh, he just didn't want to go to prison. Uh, the judge delayed his request and said, you, you have to report the 14th. And then on July 10th, that's a Friday, uh, Donald, Donald Trump commuted his uh, 40-month sentence, took away the fines and any probation he would have to serve. Um, it was a commutation of his sentence. Roger Stone is still walking around a convicted felon. Um, he told Trump – now, this is what Stone said in an interview – he said, um, because it would be, uh, uh, he and Trump apparently talked on the phone and Trump said he did not give him a pardon. And this is Roger's words quote, because it would be final. 
<coughs> excuse me, because it would be final, because he knows um, Stone wants to fight and clear his name. Um, and then he told the interviewer, who's a man named Feynman, he says, um, he says he doesn't want a pardon, uh, which implies guilt, but a, a commutation. He says that he wants uh, uh, Trump to give him the commutation. He knows that under the, he's an I'm under enormous pressure to turn on him. I would have easily, I, I would have easily in my situation, uh, but I did not. So that's basically Roger Stone saying, like, hey, listen, I had dirt on Donald Trump. I didn't give it to you guys, so I need this commutation and I want to clear my name. Uh, all of that is horseshit. He wanted the pardon. He doesn't give a shit. He wants to get out of this. But he says he wants to. Uh, he wants the commutation so he could clear his name. He could, you know, follow through with his appeal. Fun fact, Shay. I asked a couple lawyers if he does this appeal and he loses, he could get that sentence reinstated. Ah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So there's zero fucking chance he's going to go through this appeal. He's going to let it drop. He's going to lose it or whatever. Um, fun fact. Uh, we were talking about things that could fuck Donald Trump up if he's not president. Yeah. There's talk. There's talk about uh, charging Donald Trump with bribery. Because Stone just said, like, hey, listen, I could have turned on you, and I didn't. Help me out, Bo. Help me out, Bo. Boo, that help me out That could be fun. Here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the funny thing was, that, like, for, the for like, the two weeks up until July 10th, before he was supposed to report to prison on the that Tuesday, Roger Stone went on every goofy, f- fuck shit, YouTube, Infowars show he could. Anything that he thought would bubble up to Donald Trump and basically pleaded in those words for a pardon. Huh? I, yeah. Fucking all, all, all I, it, I just can't wait to see how everything shakes out for fucking Roger Stone. I mean, he's out. I don't yeah. think he'll ever go back. He'll, no. he'll just let the, he will be a convicted felon for the rest of his life. Uh, I mean, this, the whole point of this, right. Was so that Donald Trump didn't have to pardon a guy who lied for him in the Mueller report in an election year. Yeah. Kind of the same reason that that Michael Flynn is walking around without a pardon. Oh, Michael Flynn. Haven't thought about him in a while. Yeah, he's still walking around. Yep. His shit's still up in the air. Donald Trump just doesn't like... I I have to imagine there's like 10 people that are like, you can't pardon these guys in an election. You just can't do it. You can't do it. Donald Trump's like, I so can. I can. I got the pen right here. I can just do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, because worst case... I mean, I still think worst case scenario, even if he doesn't win the presidency, he's going to have a lot of legal trouble to deal with, but he's going to go back to being, still being a billionaire. Like he's not going to go to prison. So no, I mean, he's got, he has got the resources to fight all this shit. Like we said, it'll be fun. Well, like instead of watching, um, fuck, what was it? George W. Bush did some speeches and then he started painting because he realized nobody really wanted to pay him to talk. Yeah. And he started painting and then when uh, Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton got it, I mean, Bill Clinton left the White House, uh, they were, this is a, a fun talking point. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, they're so connected. They're so connected. It's all a hoax because how do you, how are you in debt $4 million? And then the following year, you're given, you know, like, what is it? Yeah, the following year, they were given something like a $10 million loan. I was like, because whoever gave them the loan know they were just going to print fucking cash being, you know, a two-term Democratic president. And so, like, for the next 10 years, all Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton did was do $500,000 speaking events. Yeah. Like, this is like fucking rote checks, you know? Now, now it, do I think it that's how much you should pay Bill Clinton to speak? No. <laughs> no. It, yeah, no. Uh, is it how much I think you should pay Hillary Clinton to speak? No. 
is it my fault that nobody gives a shit what George you know, W. Bush says? No. Like, just because nobody's paying W. that much money doesn't mean it's some kind of conspiracy. So, yeah, that was the thing. That was the thing. And, and the Obamas, like, they got, what, a $60 million uh, book deal right out the gate? Like Something like that, make, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these people make money when they leave office. So, like, Donald Trump will have assets regardless of what's going on. Like, he could hire the dumbest ghostwriter. He could hire Dave Rubin to write his book after he leaves office. And it'll still rocket up to the, you know, number one bestseller list. Like, he'll, he'll have the money to fight any legal challenge that's happening. It'll be funny, though. All right. The last thing I was going to talk about is mail-in voting. Shay, you've done this a couple times, right? Sure have. It's great to not have to put on pants. Yeah. Hey, welcome to my to, world. To, to fucking, uh, you know, be a patriot. Rachel's actually getting on, like, since I don't leave, I don't go anywhere, Rachel's actually getting on my ass. She's like, uh, you just, uh, you know, you went out and got the mail in your boxers. I'm like, I don't, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't put on pants, period. Like, I hang out in the house. I'm just Donald Duckin' it the whole time. I mean, I'm wearing boxers. But, uh, you know, like, I want to go get the mail. I'm out there in my boxers. I don't give a shit. I'm taking the trash out of my boxers. But you're a patriot in your boxers. So, so you have done mail-in voting from, um... Colorado several times. I, I know we've discussed it. You get text message alerts, right? Yeah, I get a text message alert when my ballot has shipped, when it's been delivered, and I think if I... Okay, so if I mail it back, then I get updates. Uh, like, it'll say, like, hey, your ballot's been received. Hey, it's been counted. Right. But if I do what I did this year, which is on election day, stop by and drop my ballot in the little box, one of the many boxes around town, then I don't get those text updates. They just, I just assume, you know, it just gets counted. So, yeah. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because like we talked about, I think we talked about this a little bit earlier. Donald Trump has already started to make noises. Like he will not accept the um, outcome of the 2020 election. If he is not the winner, um, and he's constantly come back to the idea that mail-in voting is completely rigged. Now, the problem is is that, one, systematic voter fraud is not a thing. Uh, any voter ID law and bullshit like that that your all-caps uncle is talking about, that's, that's all almost completely racial in its origins. It's voter suppression. It's not projecting the vote. Mail-in voting is even harder because... Uh, they keep track, like you say, Shay, of how many ballots they mail out. So Donald Trump and, uh, uh, oh, fuck, Barr, what's his first name? Doesn't matter. A.G. Barr um, have said that, you know, if we do mail on voting, then foreign countries can just flood the, our ballots with fake ballots. But all of the states use different size yeah. ballots, different card stock, different yep. colors. They're all barcoded. And this is the real fun part. The states know how many of them they fucking sent out. So if, I don't know, 1,300 random extra votes show up, they're like, hey, this might not be a real vote. This could be a problem. So I wanted to uh, run through a quick list of, A, how hard it would be to fake a mail-in vote. Now stop me if I if I say anything that doesn't fit with you in Colorado or it's different. Yeah. And then and then I was going to run down how hard, how, how my you know voting is here in Illinois. So if you're going to steal one vote, 
one vote by mail-in vote, okay, that person that that person has to you know let's say we're going to steal a dead person's vote, right? Yes. So you have to know that they are. Uh, you have to know that they are registered. Uh, you have to. Um, oh, hold on, I lost my pleasure. Sorry. Uh, you have to know that they're registered. You have to know that they're dead. You have to know what they uh, what their registration status is. You know, are are they registered to vote? How are they registered? You have to fill out a request to have their to have their ballot mailed to your new address, which usually is going to mean that you're going to have to redo their entire voter registration to redo it at your house. So you have then you have to know a lot of their information that like Shay, you could probably do this for me. You could probably you know. Uh, you know where I live. You could probably get my social security number from mom or dad. You know, you know my date of birth, you know my address, but like any random person isn't going to be able to fucking come up with this information. So you can't re-register to vote. Um, then you have to fake the dead person's signature and it has to match the signatures already on fire. God, I've and never then, even had two of my own signatures fucking match. Right. Um, now, to do all of this, you have complete, completed several felonies for one extra vote. Yeah. So the risk versus reward is just stupid and shit. And here in Illinois, like I have started the process to 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 vote by mail. So what did I have to do? I had to register to vote. And when I registered, I proved I was a citizen. Proved I was who I was. Proved I, I was a resident of the state. I proved I lived in my district for thirty days. Proved that I wasn't incarcerated or convicted. And then I. Uh, Claim that I'm not going to vote in any other place. I'm not registered to vote anywhere else but in uh, Will County in Illinois. Uh, that's what usually gets everybody. There's a couple people that are doing some voter fraud by not living where they're registered. Um, so for a mail-in application, I have to supply my voter ID, um, my voter ID number that I got after registering. I have to give them my date of birth, my phone number, and email, and my signature has to match. Um, the uh, I can either scan it, I can mail it, or I can do it online. Uh, to request a mail-in ballot. Uh, the ballots are mailed out the 24th. The envelopes, my application, and the ballot itself are all barcoded bar and tracked. And then each step of this process, I can monitor on the Secretary of State's website where my ballot is, what my process is. Like right now, I'm sitting at waiting uh, waiting to receive my, the application. Huh. Like they've issued me the application. I mailed it back. They haven't gotten it yet. That's where we are right now. That's a lot. Yeah, I like... Everybody calm the fuck down. And if somebody is changing uh, voter registrations at the uh, ballot box, it's going to be some six-year-old lady. Throw her in the clink. Give her a nickel. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. And I I just have a feeling they're not going to be changed. She's not changing that many either. Well, you saw saw the, um, the one in West Virginia the guy just pled guilty to? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, he was a mail carrier, and he changed eight. Yes, that's uh, right. That's right. I do remember that. He changed a total of eight mail-in ballots, and three of them where he changed from, I think it was, I'm sorry, I think five of them he changed from Democratic to Republican, that they were going to get the Republican ballot. And then uh, the other three he changed in some other way, like, that they didn't, it wasn't their, he didn't change their registration somehow, he changed the ballots. I don't know what the hell they were talking about. But the people at the office knew that these people weren't Republicans and called them. And we're like, hey, is this right? Hey, hey, Fran, are you voting Republican this year? No. Like, 
Yeah, it was. It, oh god, it was a ma- he was a mastermind, and he's gonna do like two years for it. Fucking stupid. Fucking, Fucking mastermind. Stupid. Rob a bank. Do something fun. All right. Do you have any fun stuff? Did you read those Transformer comics? Sure didn't. Oh, you. Sure fuck. didn't. No. You fuck. And yep. if I tell you what the fun part is, you will do nothing but squeal about spoilers. I know. So, you know, that's, I kind of forgot. I fucking forgot you sent those to me. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I don't, I don't know. You have, What have you been doing? Fun stuff to keep, uh, keep yourself, um, I don't know, not suicidal during the uh, ongoing pandemic? I mean, I watched, I've been watching movies, obviously, still. Uh, Last of Us Part Two came out, and I've been playing that, and that shit is fan fucking tastic. Pretty good. Um, I watched. Oh fuck, what was it? it? Was Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, or I think it was just Apocalypse. I yeah, I, I can't. Yeah. But anyway, it was just really funny because I threw it on, being like, "All right, what?" I I can't remember what it was. I saw a clip from it on some unrelated website. And was like, oh, that looks neat. I'll watch that because I'm pretty sure it's on HBO. So I threw it on, and then within the first 10 minutes was just not – I was so shocked at how violent it was. It's just – it's so – I think it's the most violent DC animated movie I've seen. Like, people die left and right, lots of blood, lots of cursing and shooting guns and people getting a bullet. It's just – I was like, oh, wait. I mean, the movie itself is okay. It's fun. It's whatever. Yeah. But uh, that really caught me off guard. That was really fucking funny how violent it was because they were – very clearly trying to make it a rated R movie. Well, I was, I was, I, I liked that one too. And I was kind of, kind of, I, they, they make so many of the DC animated movies that some of them slip under the radar. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a wonder woman one I've had saved on my Xbox for a while now that I haven't watched. And you know, something about bloodlines. I, I don't know, but I'm sure it'll be fun. And it's not a big deal. The all quality the of those movies is all over the map. They're all enjoyable. Like yeah, but most of fun, them. But, yeah. Yeah, but like uh, with this, uh, you know, Justice League Dark Apocalypse, like they, uh, you know, of course, the all the heroes start out with a uh, a big push to to end the war before it starts and attack Apocalypse on, or I'm sorry, attack uh, Darkseid on Apocalypse. And you've got things like uh, Shazam gets his leg just torn right off. Yeah, that was fun. And you're like, yeah. you're like, what the what now? Yeah. Huh? Uh, how, how do, and then, like you know, fast forward four years or whenever they fight again, and he's got like a lightning leg. Yeah, he's got like some. Yeah. He's got like some brace on, and his leg is just lightning. And it's like, oh, that's cool. Like, well, then I he can gets put that in the eaten, comics, right? He gets eaten. Oh, he gets. He just gets torn limb from limb. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. No, it, it it was it was a lot of fun. It's um, I I actually uh, did you ever see the um, uh, it was not good. It, the animation wasn't as good quality, but it was the uh, Superman Red Sun. The adaption uh, of Red Sun. I did not see that. That was fun too because the uh, the Russian Batman was fucking worth watching it. Like uh, a, a, a Russian version of Batman who grew up watching his parents die because Superman was a fascist asshole. Like, and then he just decides, well, I'm going to kill Superman because he didn't help my parents. Like that. That was that. That take on the character was worth watching. I mean, you know, the, the whole overall stories, you know, whatever. But it was fun. I read the. I remember liking the comic a lot as a kid, but honestly, I haven't looked at it in fuck decades. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's the the for people who haven't seen it, the overall arc is you know instead of Superman landing in uh, you know, uh, 
the Bible Belt America, he lands in the Soviet Union and is a tool of Stalin. And then once Superman decides, once Superman, you know, he's kind of a delusional. He thinks that the actual communist uh, manifesto and party is actually doing what it's saying for the people. Once he finds one of the gulags and finds out what the actual communist party does do to the people who don't play along, he uh, murders Stalin and takes over. And it's uh, problematic at best. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, uh, it's a fun one. Yeah, it's it's good shit. So, uh, uh, you know, find, find the uh, graphic novel. Uh, down, uh, you know, yeah. Subscribe. To, I, th- I think all that shit's on DC Nation or some shit like that. But, um, yeah, that's fun. Uh, again, uh, Stargirl still has not disappointed. I don't know why oh, that's yeah. so fun. I watched I watched that uh I'm I'm up to date on that one. That's a lot of fun. I love how much wire work there is in it. Um they are slinging people against walls. A lot. Like people get thrown far far and often. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Did, did you did you watch the last one? Yes. So we finally got to see uh what was it? Uh, Dragon Kings. Yeah, his face. Um, He's yeah. all lizardy looking. Snake, yeah, or like all, a big uh, snake and then what's his face gets crushed to death by his own dad. It's like Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, it's it's like when you saw the promo for Stargirl, did you think I'm gonna watch this every week and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fucking jazz for it? Exactly. And I was like, yeah. well, I mean, I like, if only gonna... because it's I mean that's just such a B list character. I'm like, whatever, dude. I just but I love everything about it because of the for the retro feel to it, um, the how it takes really unexpected dark turns. Really looking forward to see Solomon Grundy do his thing. Like that's gonna yeah, be. Fun. We got so close. We I got know. so close. Yeah. Well, because I thought what we were gonna see was like like Shay was saying these these are all these are all B list characters in what you would call the um, DC universe. Um, if you go back and re- and and want to look at it, the the what we call the Justice League now originally started as the Justice League of America. Society. And they were like. Yeah, Justice Society, there's Justice League of America. Like, back in the 50s, there were all these competing little groups, and they were kind of, like, testing the waters. Some some hit, some didn't. And a lot of the current members of the Justice League were part of different groups. You know, like Justice Society, uh, Justice League of America, all this nonsense. It's back during the, I think what they called the Silver Age of Comics. That's just, I'm annoyed that they drew shit so... I mean, people had talent back then. I don't know why you drew comics like that. It just it annoys me. Whatever. Um, so these are, are characters that you're not going to see in a, in a big budget movie anytime soon. But they're all fun and they're all there. Like, I mean, Green Lantern's there. Like, they have a, lan- a broken lantern. So there was a Green Lantern in the Justice Society. And, like, so, like, what Shay's saying is, like, you're kind of like, oh, man, I've kind of heard of these people, but they're not, you know, they're not. They're not going to have their, their title movie anytime soon, except for some of the characters like Solomon Grundy, who's been in a bunch of shit for a while now. And we almost got to see him like throw down with a character named Our Man, who can be super strong like Superman for only an hour a day because he understand who the guy who made the power understood you shouldn't have this power all the time. He had to you know wean himself off of it. And uh, I thought we were going to get the throwdown. What we're going to do, I'm going to be real mad if we don't get uh, the Solomon Grundy versus Stripe, the big robot yeah, mech. That's what fun. I want. Yeah. Yeah, just ba- just banging on each other yeah. in the background while yeah. everybody else does stuff. Yeah. It, you know, it, it, Stargirl is a lot more fun than it should be. I, I've, and I find myself every Wednesday, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, new Stargirl. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. And Ra- well, the other day, Rachel 
she said, um, I she was like, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. I was like, okay, cool. I looked at the clock. I was like, I had about a 45 minutes before I was wanting to go to bed. I don't know what I'm watching. So I, I, I queued it up and, uh, a couple minutes later, she came downstairs to get a drink or something. She's like, what are you watching? It's like, you shut your mouth, sit down. You want to watch? You can watch, but you shut it, shut it, shush. You don't talk over my star girl here. Yeah. <laughs> and she did. She, and she did. She stood there for like five or 10 minutes. She's like, she, I mean, it was really funny because she didn't want to say that it was like a show she wanted to watch because what she wanted to do was call me a nerd and go to bed. That's what she wanted to do. Yeah. But she was like, well, this is kind of fun. I was like, isn't it though? Well, it's so unapologetically literal. Like the villains actually have oh, an underground lair with a round table in front of a portrait of themselves. Like it is yeah. so silly and I love it. And one of the heavy hitters of the DC universe, Solomon Grundy, a a reanimated zombie who can go toe-to-toe with Superman. They have kept locked in a cage for 10 years, just leaving there. Something like that, I guess. I guess the understanding is he's just been chilling there for like 10 years. I don't... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm I'm telling you, I want the stripe, uh, you know, Solomon Grundy throw down. Just bang on each other for a while. It'll be fun. Throw some cars at each other. I'm into it. Yeah, exactly. That'll be great. Speaking of big robots, we have a Transformers cartoon that's getting ready to start here in a couple, couple like 10 days or so. Something like that. Yeah, 30th, right? 30th yeah, first? 30th. Yeah, that's no, not 10 days. That's like four or five days. It comes out at the end of this month. So I think the 30th or 31st. So it's like Thursday or Friday. Yeah. So Netflix has announced they're doing the War for Cybertron trilogy. Um, I really don't know where they're pulling this from. Uh, there was the video game trilogy from like the mid two thousandsies. Yeah, those were all right. Like, those were fun. Those were fun. Those were super fun. So you got well, basically we've got a trilogy meaning that there's going to be three seasons. Uh, I think each one of them. I don't. I don't know about season two or three. I know the first season only has like six episodes or something. Yeah. So it's literally going to be a sitting. Um, you watch the. Uh, Castlevania Netflix show, right? If you watch that, most of it, yeah, yeah. not all. Of it. I, I, well, I remember sitting down for season one, not knowing it was what four seasons or four, I'm episodes. Sorry, four episodes, four or five episodes. Then it's just over, and you're like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's basically yeah, just a movie. Like, you should just make it a movie. Don't give me different. Like, don't just give me like one hour and a half movie with only one intro. Like, that's all I need. Yeah, I, I was totally blindsided by that. I think I literally got up, made a drink, sat down. It ended, and I went, oh. I mean, they're good. It's good. Yeah, oh, no, that yeah. was really good. So, so the so we've got there's three parts. You got Siege. That's gonna be set at Cybertron. It's gonna be the start of the the war. They're basically gonna retell the the Generation One Transformer story. You've got uh, I guess the second season. Uh, be or I have no clue when the second or third season are coming out, but whatever. Uh, you got Earthrise, which we're gonna go to Earth, and then you've got Kingdom. I don't know where that's coming from, but that's gonna introduce Beast Wars. Yeah, it, so it's 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 a continuation of Beast Wars as if Beast Machines never happened because that show was dumb. I have I have no clue. Yeah. Uh, that show was dumb. It had its moments. It did. But it was yeah. dumb. Like the entire part of uh, Megatron trying to strip his beef, beast form out of his robot form, but whenever he got mad, he would revert to his dragon form. Yeah, that was always fun. Yeah, that was fun. But yeah, that one was real yeah. dumb. It started off okay, but it was dumb. I like I well, like Beast Wars they- a lot. 
Beast Horses, well, actually, like, if you read uh, about why they were going this direction, because the Beast Wars, I mean, Shay, there was a time, I want to say, oh, God, late 90s, we were at the beach in North Carolina, and Beast Wars was actively playing on TV, and you set your uh, alarm on your watch, and we'd be out swimming in the ocean, it would go off, we'd haul ass back to the beach house, watch Beast Wars, then go back out to the beach. Mm-hmm. Remember doing that? Yep. Yep. I mean, tr- the Transformer fan base has always embraced not only how, like, like if you uh, Google Beast Wars, the animation, you'll think, like, oh, my God, that was the animation. But that shit was cutting edge back in the like, Yeah, the that was 90s. dope. They look cool as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we were real real big into that. And um, and just the, the stories were good. You, know, you get tied back to old Cybertron, you know, you, there was some, you know, some... Like it was, it was you know the old Earth. Spoiler alerts, you know it was it was a lot of fun. Beast machines, not so much. No, you had to center your chi to transform. Yeah, I, I lost patience with that real quick. Um, but yeah, I guess we're doing Beast Wars. I don't, I don't know. It's um, did you watch any of the uh, God, is it Mach- Machination? Shit, it was it was a. Uh, the online, like it was for mobile devices. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna fuck the name up. I'm gonna try it again because I had eight beers, but um, it was uh, it was a trilogy. You had Titans Return. You had, uh, I'm sorry, Combiner Wars, Titan Return, and then Prime Wars. Did no, you see any of that? I did not. Yeah, that's also similar animation to this, and uh, it, it's fun. I'm like halfway through it. It's all on Rooster Teeth right now. It was originally on like I want to say machination, but that's the wrong word. It's mech something. Yeah, I'm not familiar with it, but I'm all about something that focuses on the combiners. That's fun. See, that's why I kind of wanted to ask you if you'd seen it. So no. I'm like halfway through it. I'm like halfway through it, and it's super fun because it it's uh it introduces a couple kind of weird things like. I would love an entire uh, animated series about the original 13 Titans that left Cybertron to populate the galaxy with Transformers. Yeah. Like, that'd be fun. That would be sweet. The one we, yeah, the one we know about is, of course, Metroplex. Is he stayed there. But there's other Titans that, that went out. And the comics have delved into this. Like, they followed, like, the other active Titans around. They found dormant Titans and woke them back up. Cool stuff like that. But in the Combiner Wars... Um, so in the cartoons, we always have like the thing that, uh, if you have a combiner, they're not necessarily good at being combined. Cause you've got what, five or six personalities they are always fighting for control, blah, 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 blah. In this continuity, the combiner has an, a, uh, an entirely different personality than the, the six robots that make him. Ah, so, that's interesting. It's, it's just like that. Like as soon as devastator forms, he's devastator. There's yeah. no hesitation. There's no conflict. It's just like devastator so like when the combiners form they're just like big robots that are arguing with each other just like regular robots there's no like conflict within themselves yeah that's good it's fun it's fun i think they add a combiner named like superion or something no that that was an actual one from the g1 cartoons they add a new one she's female there's a female combiner who's like their leader but yeah it's it's fun it's fun shit uh you got you know uh Titans Return. You got um, oh the word you're Metro- looking the word you're looking for is machinima. Machinima. Thank yes. you. Machinima. Yeah. Well, that was supposed. That was where they all originated from. It was shut down, and it took me forever to figure out where they went. And they all yeah. went to Rooster Teeth. 
Um, but yeah, it's fun. You, I mean, the, uh, so you got the Combiner Wars. That's fun. You got uh, Titans Returns. You got Metroplex and um, uh, oh shit, the big dragon, big purple dragon. What the fuck was that one called? I can't Trip keep track of any of those. Tripticon. Tripticon. I don't remember him. Tripticon. Yeah. No, it's fun. If if you have time between now and then. Oh, word. You know, okay. Throw, yeah. Tripticon. Yeah. Throw them up. They're fun. It's a it's a fun new take on it. I have no clue if any of those concepts are going to translate into this new series, but it's fun. Just about anything with big robots in it's fun, Justin. Amen, brother. Well, Shay, I think we should wrap this up. We uh, did a little bit, a little bit less than two hours to make up for the. You know, I mean, our sponsors have been losing money. Yeah, that's true. That's where we're really there. That's what we don't need them. They need us. Really, is all it is. Yeah, we're we're currently in the pocket of Big Adam, even though he never did pay us to read. Uh, he's just he's going to pay us ten dollars to read some ad. Oh, nice. Ten bucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, dude, we each get like a beer. Not with yeah, tip. Yeah. yeah. We're going in the hole on this yeah, one. Yeah, that's fine. We're doing a favor, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, so as always, we have fun doing this. I uh, hope you guys do it. It's one way for me to talk to my little brother during a global pandemic. And uh, do, 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 I don't think I think we covered everything that I was mad about. Shay, you? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh it, it was it's been pretty exciting to watch um watch uh Fox News play uh videos about the protests in Portland and then talk about like the leftist anarchist war on our democracy. And all all these different Fox News hosts are playing like the same like 30 second clip over and over again. It's insane. My favorite part is that the Donald Trump uh, campaign is saying if you let Joe Biden be president, this will be the America you will have. And they're showing video of the America of Donald Trump's current America. Yes. 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 Like I am president right now, and this is happening. If you let Joe Biden be president, I guess I will let it still happen. Like, I don't know where the fuck they're going with that. Yeah, then it will not be our fault anymore. It will be Joe Biden's fault. (laughs) Exactly. God, and you're right. Like, on uh, November, I'm sorry, not November, January 21st, Donald Trump is going to wake up and just tweet a storm out about how Antifa has taken over America. Oh, I can't. Ah, God, I can't wait to see what dumb shit he says when he loses. Yeah. Speaking of which, just a question. If, uh... Joe Biden does win the presidency. Would you want to go to the inauguration? Because I have rooms reserved. I mean, is there even going to be something like that? Good question. Yeah, Didn't take that far ahead. Yeah, no, that I doubt it. I mean, I can drink yeah. anywhere. Sure, I'll go. Maybe I don't really care about his. Inauguration. Maybe we'll all just maybe we'll all just come to Boulder and drink with yeah. you. Yay, Biden! Yeah, no, that's yeah. Come to Boulder and drink. We'll see. Well, yeah, I'll be interested to see what this falls like because uh, I doubt it'll, COVID will be much better by then. So, no, and like we've talked about before, I don't think I'll be cheering so much for Biden to be president. I'll be cheering for him for Donald Trump to leave. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I can't wait to see his meltdown if he loses. Yeah. So anyway, we love doing this. We hope you guys like listening to it because we're going to keep doing them. You can't stop us. Uh, actually, there are some people that can stop us, but none of you people listening. Um. 
You should be able to find this podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple, should be on your apps. Any apps you get your podcast. If you've got a question or comment, you can hit us up on the Facebooks, the Twitters, or send us an email. Facebook and Twitter is both at Woodscast1776, and then shoot us an email at thewoodscast1776 at gmail.com. Uh, I think it's about all we gotta do, Shay. That's about it. I think we've solved most of the world's problems. You guys are welcome. Uh, we forgot to solve racism. We'll do that uh, next, next week. That's fine. Racism, uh, I guess. Oh God, how shitty it would be to say like I'll let racism continue for one more week. Like, I can. I, I can't pencil that in. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, let's let's not put that out there. In the <laughs> but, uh, let's, not, let's not do that. Um, but anyway, remember what Captain Hydra says: you should seize the means of production. Seize them. Seize them all up. Seize them into your face.